Hey, everyone. Your designers are here. I'm Anita at Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne. It's Joan Gable. And I'm Kelly at My Sofa Home. We've got tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today. So let's get started. Today is episode 227, Must Know Sofa Secrets. So lean in, mm. pay attention. Uh, mm-hmm. Go ahead, Anita. Star it. Star <laughs> it. show notes can be found Star at decoratingtipsandtricks.com right. slash 227. Yeah. We wrote them in okay. lemon, so you have to hold them up against the radiator. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. This is a podcast that you're going to be happy you're here for, and it could save you thousands of dollars. <gasps> and let me tell you, I have a sofa woe. A sofa woe. Sofa woe. Sofa woe. Yes. And and I wish that somebody would have told me this when I was buying a sofa. I bought a quote unquote, I won't tell you which one, brand name sofa. And actually I got one for each of my children's houses one Christmas, like three Christmases ago. So you bought three at the same time? No, I bought mine for, actually I have four sofas from this company. One I adore, three not so much. Uh, Okay. Um, The one in my family room is um you can you can uh slip covered it's very tight you can't tell but you know i can wash it and i love that part of it it's so awesome however i did not get the down the um uh what is it foam core down mm. up uh so the pillows oh my goodness gracious i could scream for the amount of money i paid for it <coughs> i I w- am so disappointed oh. in how the back I, – I we took the um, – I have an assistant that comes and we unzip them because they, have, they haven't been washed for a little while. They have so disintegrated. Oh, no. Mm. So what uh, disintegrated? Was it the foam? Well, um, no, they, it's fiber fill, but it's like, it almost like it imploded on itself. So oh. it it doesn't have a spring to it now. It's just just flat. Oh, it's awful. And then when I sit on it, I sit. It's it just scrunches so low anymore oh. that you feel like you can't get out of. I get if you're sitting in the middle, it feels like you can't get out of it. And so I I mean, these were not these were not cheap sofas. Now the down one has held up wonderfully. Mm. And I would so highly recommend that, but the fabric on my kids, which was not a, which was not a performance fabric and that was not a slipcover, totally pilled and was horrible. Oh my goodness. There's so many aspects of that. Sofa woe. Sofa woe. But anyway, so I'm going to take this sofa because it's not even five years old Mm. to, I've got a guy. You know how we say we've got a guy. You've got to have a guy. Yep. And the guys here in Lancaster County, they do things like upholstery and, and slip covering for such reasonable prices because these are not lost arts in this part of the country. Mm. So I'm hoping that he can use the pattern of everything. And I would love it if he could um, a foam core down, down wrap the whole thing for me. That would be my number one. And if he can't do that, Put some other something in it that will give me at least another year or two. 
Okay, so because, we started out with a sad tale, but uh, we are going to give you all the tips so you don't have to have a sad tale to tell about your and, sofa. And, and here's one that I'm going to give you right off the bat. Just because it's a cool company doesn't mean that it's a good a good product. Whoa. And well, that's of, a good overall tip for every. Yeah, and some in of life, the and right? some products are fabulous, and maybe some other products they do aren't so fabulous. So especially when you're buying such a big ticket item. I sort of looked at the reviews and went, well, that just can't be. Oh, oh, you ignored them? Read the reviews. Believe the now if it's an outlier, somebody might have a gripe or you might have a lemon. Yeah. And you know, that you can understand that. But when you see something over and over again, pay attention. That's so true. Mm -hmm. Gosh, I wish we were drinking wine during this recording because then we could get it out of our (laughs) – we should have done this on one of our Friday afternoon uh, extra podcast episodes Mm -hmm. recording. Our wine episodes. That's what we should call them. Let's just make sure we make the point about the tale of woe. The point is, listen, if you can in any way – if there's any way possible for you to actually sit in the sofa that you want to buy, do it. Ding, ding, ding. I mean, it's something that, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, I'm not saying don't buy it online, but if you're buying it online and you can't sit in it, you have got to listen to those reviews, Yvonne, (laughs) because otherwise you might end up with a sofa that doesn't work very well. So uh, yeah, I think that's an excellent, excellent point that that Yvonne's sharing with us. And I think that, you know, if so yeah, so I you know that's just something I don't know. It's kind of a tough one because Anita, really, mm-hmm. I knew better. You know, we all yeah. know better. Well, but we, you trusted the better. company, right? And I, I just and I loved this sofa. Right. I just thought right. mm, you love the you look know. of yeah. it. We've all done it. Let's better. face it. We've yeah. all done it. Well, here I have a sofa woe too. I mean, let's just be honest. You know, I am not infallible when it comes to buying expensive furniture. So <laughs> I'm. After the red DNA couch, I convinced everyone it was time for it to go. And then I was so excited to pick out my white sofa and I had to have it a very unique size. So I wasn't finding anything that I wanted as large as I needed. And I went to a place called Sofa You Love. Now, there are several places like that where you can basically design your own sofa. So you walk into a place like that. And even me, who, you know, then this was several years ago. And so, I, you know, I wasn't as far along in my decorating journey as far as all, you know, the the real hardcore info that I know now, uh, you know, 10 or so years ago, I walked in so excited and I was all about the fabric and the size. And, and we've look. all done that too. Right. And I we've assumed this lady who worked there, Betty, was going to know what she was doing. Now, I remember Betty's name oh, because Betty. we had to have some very <laughs> intense exchanges after a while uh, because uh. the sofa did not live up to the expectations. And, you know, Betty would say something like, well, of course you want this. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Because I didn't <laughs> know better. Because you know why? Because I didn't have the benefit of the Decorating Tips and Tricks podcast and oh, the information yeah. that we are mm-hmm. now relaying today. Mm-hmm. So I went on Betty's advice. Betty did not know what she was talking about. And Betty did not know really what I needed, nor did Betty know what really made a great sofa. So today, we are not Betty. We are a Yvonne, Anita, and Kelly, and we are going to tell you what makes a great sofa and what you need to look for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with that in mind, well, the first things you're going to think about is size, scale, and you need to measure. So that is like the basic, basic, basics. 
Well, I think that size is the very first thing because you don't want to fall yes. in love with a sofa that's the wrong size. Right. And they look and it, small in a, in a showroom. Oh, and yes, if it, they it's do. it's not the right size, it's <laughs> mm-hmm. just not, I mean, because maybe you fall in love with it and it's not going to fit through your door. So that size is the most important thing. Now we want to say it's the fabric and how it looks, but really, is it going to fit through your front door? Is it going to look good in your room? And at our house, the biggest question the number one question is can kevin take a nap on it i know Ooh, and it needs and to if, be at least six mm-hmm. feet plus right and if kevin can't take a nap on it we ain't buying it <laughs> because mm-hmm. that's what it's got to pass that test so well, you know if you're going to take a nap on that sofa I think you got to take gonna, kevin with you shopping that's right at least got it or i could just measure but you know but that's no not as much <laughs> fun right right and then you have and, to take pictures and put it on instagram right that's right. Then so you can go so, out to lunch after. Right. So you want maybe like a ninety inch, something long. You're you're not gonna want one of those shorter ones. Ninety. Right. Yeah. Ninety yeah. or you know, mm-hmm. eighty something. I mean, you just you wanna go a little on the longer side, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can hang your feet over the one one arm. Maybe so. Right. But that sort of custom size too, that may lead you into one of these places that I told you I went to. And this is where you really need to have your wits about you with regard to the sofa. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right? So you're going to... Definitely think about the size that you use, the scale. So a sofa has a lot of dimensions, right? So it has not only length, right? It has depth from back to front. Then it has the depth of the seat. Then it has the height of the back. And then whatever you got going on with the arms is also another thing. Like a Chesterfield is going to, a classic Chesterfield is going to be the back and the arms are all going to be the same height. You know, other configurations, the arms are going to be different, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to think about all those aspects first. Can I just sneak this in? Sure. If you've been a DTT listener, we expect you to have a um, measuring tape in your purse that's right. So you, we need to carry those around. So mm-hmm. get that out, measure, make, take all the measurements in your room. Like if you have a sofa in your room, do you like it? Would you like one longer? Could your room handle it? Would you like it to be deeper? Would you like it to be taller? Would you like, how would you like the back? So use the sofa that you have now and take all the measurements from that thinking, wow, would I like it taller? Would I like it you know, to sit lower. How about the back? How about the length? And, and then you can go into, and see, I think brick and mortar, I hate to say this. I know I've ordered, I've ordered like most of my, every one of my sofas has been online and I've been really happy with some of them and really not happy with others, Mm -hmm. but just make sure that you've got those measurements. And if I could see it up close and personal, I would definitely do that from now on. Well, and another thing to think about while we're talking about the measurements, because really it's the length and width that that we focus on, but the height is really critical from a visual standpoint. Mm. So if you have eight foot ceilings, uh, which are you know standard in a lot of homes, then you're going to want a lower sofa or it's going to feel kind of closed off when you look at the room. But if you have high ceilings, then I think you're going to want to go with a taller back because it's going to feel like it's not filling the space very well. And that's such mm-hmm. an interesting point, Anita. You are so right. And look at what you have around you. I've just started um, refreshing my family room and I have noticed that the the style of of furniture I like it's become lower and I have really high ceilings and I thought that would look awful, 
but I'm okay with that. But I don't think I want my sofa to look that low. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's something to kind of think about. And maybe that's something where if you kind of feel closed in real easily and you don't, you like the big wide open prairie look, <laughs> then maybe, you know, don't get too tall a sofa because that might feel, you might kind of feel like you're claustrophobic when you're near the sofa. Yeah. So think about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it looked, you know, it's going to, how is it going to look in your room? What kind of art do you want to put mm-hmm. over it? If anything, you know, so how high would that have to be? So there's a lot of things to consider uh, as far as how not only the sofa itself, but how it integrates with the other things that you have in the and, room. And here's a really important thing to think about. What kind of wear will it get? Yes. What's the purpose of the room? Because if you have a sofa, I have one, like the sofa we love. And I just said to my husband, hey, why don't we get that treated and put that in our family room? Because it's just such a great sofa. And I, you know, we're on that sofa. We're in the family room a lot. We're not so much in the the living room, but it's linen. So, you know, it's like, okay, well, you know, when we have all the hordes of people that come to our house, do we really want to be eating um, you know, like a rhubarb galette sitting on a linen sofa. Mm-hmm. And well, yeah, I don't want only, anyone. Only Yvonne, because when someone's thinking, I'm like, why can't you be eating? Like another person would be like a hamburger, a hot dog. She's like a rhubarb galette. Like, of, of course. Like, well, I was just thinking of something that stays. That, well, I, know. I, know. I love that about you. That she was right. so great. And that I have the, the linen, uh, Slip covers, which is fantastic because I can wash them. But let's talk about slip covers for a minute because mm-hmm. some sofas you can get with slip covers. If you order slip covers later, custom made, they're going to be so darn expensive. But a lot of times you can get them with the sofa when you order them at the same time. And it can be quite reasonable. Now, well, see, I made my own. So, I mean, but, yeah, it, but, but most you're, people you're few and far between. But Anita. I'm just saying most people, <clears throat> I know that's the point. Most people don't sew. So, so if you want a slip cover, that really is something to keep in mind. But, you know, if you've got dogs on your sofa, if you've got people eating, what is it? Rhubarb galette uh, <laughs> on your sofa, you need to mm-hmm. be thinking about. <laughs> Rhubarb's in season. It's out in my garden. So, yeah. I so, I mean, you tomorrow. really need to be thinking about that slip cover. And especially if you have the lighter colored fabric. So, you know, be thinking about that when you buy it because, and they are kind of hard sometimes to take on and off, but, but boy, if you, if you get some of that, if like a blueberry falls on it, you're going to want to be able to take that off and wash it. Oh, absolutely. And here's the big thing I can say positive about the, my sofa. I have a perform, oh, my sofa's an off white. I mean, it's really white. Um, I have a performance fabric on it and I love it. It is, I take it off, I wash it, I throw it in the dryer, which is very rare because of most slipcovers you have to put on damp, completely dry it and put it back on. This is why I'm hoping that my guy can make me or do something with my cushions and my, my seat cushions and my back cushions because I love, love, love the performance fabric on it. It is fabulous and it's held up so well. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, so, so that's can, a good point. That I can so, say good for it. However- So you do need to, oh, go ahead. You just, 
you just don't want to do like what I'm thinking. Oh, well, let's bring that pretty off-white linen sofa that feels so good into a high traffic area and think that you're not going to have issues. You just don't. Well, if it's washable and removable, uh, you might be well, able this to isn't. do that. The, the one that in, in the living then, room. Yeah. And you've got grandchildren with sticky fingers. So, or I assume they have sticky fingers. Well, they're, they're still all- not that. One is that mobile. The other one... It's like a weeble. They wobble and they fall down. Don't fall down. And the other one is, ju- oh, is yeah. just but about ready to come. they're going to get that galette all over everything. Oh, Pretty I know. No. Gigi says, uh-uh-uh, no eating in the family room. Eat in the kitchen. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. Okay. Let's dive back into the sofa cushions, looking for quarters and stuff. Well, I have to say, you know, while we're on slipcovers, before we move on to the next bit of this, I do have a slipcover and I will tell you, it is from um, Crate and Barrel and the sofa is itself is great. And the slipcover, it was pre, pre, I mean, I'm sure performance fabric existed, but it really wasn't something people were doing on the interiors when I purchased this. And it is cream off white. I take that thing off. Mm -hmm. I wash it. It doesn't even get clean. It's like a hard kind of almost canvas type of cotton. Mm -hmm. And it it, doesn't look clean after you wash it? It just doesn't look clean. You know, I mean, you know, some of the surface stuff comes off, but it's not like when you take a sheet out and just feels, you know, so, so clean. Yeah, it's not a performance fabric. But what is it? Is it a canvas? Cotton? It's it's a cotton Probably like a duck. Because my linen has come pretty clean, but, but also I've told my family... Do not eat on this sofa. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, no. They don't. I mean, you know, I know that some food gets consumed up there. Like, they'll be, they I love think those cheese sticks. Yeah. Like, they love those. But it's never mm-hmm. like something where there's marinara sauce or something. You know, they might have like a, a, some pretzels or something like that. You're kind so. of making me sweat here. Yeah. The I thought know. of marinara next know, to my right? linen <laughs> sofa. Oh. No, no, no. That's why I had to have a red couch until they got to be a certain age. <laughs> I mm-hmm. know. But, um, but no, but this thing, so, so there is really, you have to be careful with the slip covers too because I there is no panacea for me. I can't take it off and then feel like, oh, this is so clean and beautiful. I'm at some point going to have to... I've, I've even thought about those sure fit things, which are... You know, just because I don't want to spend the money at this point but I'm very unhappy with the slipcover. The oh. sofa itself, the construction of it is very nice from Crate and Barrel. This is more of a love seat. Um, but you may just have to go with the old beach towels on the sofa. Oh, I have all kinds of stuff draped over it and all that. But, you know, it's sort of beyond that. So here's some things to consider with regard to the construction. Uh, so, I'm glad we're hitting that now. Yeah. So yep. you, you, mm-hmm. want, you want to ask this, but you also, and you ask it you know, of the Bettys of the world, or if you're going to go and do maybe like a live chat or something on an internet store, you know, you ask these questions and they're going to be like, this lady is in the know and we are not going to be able to get a, you know, subpar sofa past her. So you say, oh, does it have eight-way hand-tied springs? Excuse mm-hmm. me. How's the decking? Is it firm? Uh, and is your wood kiln-dried for the frame? And how about are there double-dowled corners blocked? And let's then talk about the cushions. Down with down feathers, foam core, spring down. You know, what's going on there? So these are things that you should know about and be able to ask about and be able to look about uh, up in your reviews or ask about in a brick-and-mortar store. So, yeah, And I found if you carry around a large level, people don't <laughs> mess with you. 
<laughs> yeah. Even whipping out the measuring tape, people are like, oh, okay, I got this. Like, this broad knows what she wants. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Just carry it around. Measure the yeah. air. Yeah. You know, measure exactly. something close. You get it, like, you mm-hmm. whip it out, and then, you you know, you get it stuck in where you want, and you're just kind of pointing. Does that one have eight-way hand-tied springs? Yeah, you do stuff like that. And they're like, Write oh. something down on a piece of paper. Right. Like, okay. Right. And then some other woman comes in. She looks a little confused, and she just has swatches in her hands. They're like, hey, you know, Bob, pull that, you know, dud sofa out from the back and sell it to that lady with the swatches. Because all she cares about is the pretty fabric. But you guys are going to be so well-educated. Well, let's talk so about us. these things. Let's, let's talk do about. It. Dive in. Mm-hmm. No, oh, go right ahead. You start. You brought it up. We'd start. I apologize. I've had coffee, so ah! just <laughs> yeah, she's all trying to keep up yeah. with me. You might have to you re-listen know, a few times because I'm this talking is fast. so the opposite of the Friday wine. Yeah, the Friday podcast. wine. It's like, yeah, hey, let's lay on the sofa. And, and talk I, about I knew it. it the first because, of course, we go on before we go live and we talk. And. I knew the minute she came on. Yeah. Yeah. That she had, had been had coffee. coffee My dog woke me up super early. And I was like, oh, this is a coffee day. Okay. Because I am 99.9% of the days a tea girl and much mm-hmm. more level. Okay. So yeah. the, um, well, that, that the springs in the sofa need to be, you know, tied in, in, several places so your your sofa has this buoyancy and remains that throughout and so they're the not they're springing out in different places exactly they're, you know, they're like all buoyant. springing together right and then the decking you want need that to be really um you know, firm and that is where the uh, cushions are going to sit on so that has to be really well made or you know can you imagine you could have the best cushion in the world but if it's sitting on a platform that's not built well, that's not going to work out well. And then it's the dried kiln hardwood frames. You don't want your frames cracking or anything like that. So that has to be, that wood has to be prepared. And um, well, and I think you want it dried so that it's not going to warp. Yeah. Mm, Absolutely. So you want it to, yeah, be be finished with any movement that's going to happen. You want it to happen before. That's already gone on. It gets put into your sofa. Right. And then you don't want to feel any hard spots. So everything should be like, you know, covered the corners and things like that. You don't want anything poking out because just imagine not only would that not feel good, particularly if it was on the seating part, but even on the edges. And it would also then push and wear on the fabric and could eventually wear through or tear. And Kelly, can I just say this? Not only should you not have anything hard, you shouldn't fall between the cracks of the sofa pillows or the back yeah well and do you ever have three people sitting on your sofa because it seems like it seems like people usually just there's about two people that will sit Mm -hmm. on a sofa unless it's really tight seat but if you have a really good sofa nobody should fall in that crack no, no, no. I'm not talking about the cracks, but I'm just saying if you have a two cushion sofa, nobody seems to want to sit on the crack. Right. So then if you think you're going to have three people sitting there, I would go with a three cushion. But if you don't have a shortage of space, and uh, yeah. then you can just go with yeah. a two cushion. Then. Well, our, that's what we did. We had a three cushion sofa forever in our family room. And really when we built the family room, we thought it was ample. We sh- I wish I love it doubled what we have now mm-hmm. but you know it is what it is and we're not going to knock out a wall um so we put a three cushion sofa in there and it was a bit of a tight squeeze getting into the family room and then we just thought well this is ridiculous let's get a two two cushion um and really if we have a lot of people it's a longer two cushion um sofa but if we have a lot of people, three people sit on that. But there, if it's a well-made sofa, nobody should be falling down those cracks. Those those cushions should be firm enough and, and tight enough together that 
you're not going to have somebody falling in. So what about the sofa sleeper, sleeper sofa? Has anybody gotten any feedback on any of those lately? I don't even hear about people buying them anymore, but I know they still make them. They do make them. I used to have one and nobody liked to sleep on it. And I can understand why. Mm -hmm. And I did have like a, a, what are they called? Um, Not a trundle bed. A day bed. Ta-da. Uh, yeah. And that actually was quite nice. Well, that's what I was going to bring up next because that is something. Now, it's really just good for one person versus two. But because we do not have a spare bedroom at the farm, I have opted at some point when we move some things around to put a day bed in there. And so that is something you can do, and it's a quite comfortable place to sit. But now it's, you know, a twin bed is cushion or a mattress is 39 inches deep. So I have pillows three deep for as we, when during the day, as we use it as a, a sofa. And then at night, you just take the pillows off. But it's been a great way to have some extra sleeping space. And it's just as comfortable as a bed because it is a bed. That's right. right. So that's something that you can do. And, you know, obviously, it's a lot wider than a normal sofa sleeping on. So, you know, that's something to think about. Uh, It's because some of them are really nice looking. And we got ours at Restoration Hardware, and I love the look. It looks kind of like a Swedish bench. So, you know, it's something to consider if you need a little extra space for sleeping. Mm -hmm. But I think when we're talking about sofas, function is absolutely just what you're saying, Anita. You needed the extra sleeping space, so you came up with a solution for that. Function is so important. But, you know, we who love to decorate – sometimes want to get ahead of ourselves and and get a little bit ahead before we start talking about form. And I I really think on the case of a sofa, it has to be comfortable. It has to fit your knees. It has to fit the size of your room. It has to be made well. It has to um, stand up to the test of time. The fabric has, before you even talk about, okay, well, I really like that Chesterfield or I like covers or I really love this beige or I really love this dark green velvet, whatever it is. And I think a lot of us get so overwhelmed by all the things that go into to a sofa and things you have to weed through before you pick out a sofa that, you know, people would just go like, well, I really like this color (laughs) and they just get stuck there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's also sort of like you're being swayed by the pretties and the, you know, the, Mm -hmm. in a sense, the shiny, the magpie with the shiny things. Mm -hmm. Like, oh yes, yes. You know, I, I, I have to have it and I have to have it this way, but you need to think about, you know, the structure of it all, which is what today is all about. And really you get what you pay for in structure. Now, that's the difference between getting a sofa that costs you $500 and a sofa that costs you two or 3000 is go- and hopefully it's going to be um, how well it's made. Now, um, if you're paying more than that, or, you know, if it's not holding up, you're actually paying for the name. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can mm-hmm. buy, I, we had a Smith Brothers sofa that I absolutely adored and um, it was pricey. We got it on sale and there was, I couldn't find one thing I didn't love about that sofa because it was made well and we could lay on it and lounge on it and sit on it. And it was just fabulous. 
But, you know, we sort of did our homework up front and we went to the store and looked at it and we were able, we were willing to pay a little more because we wanted something that lasts. Now, the so that's not part of, that's not the sofa woe. The sofa woe, I overpaid for it. Just down, you know, I'll just tell you right out. Mm-hmm. I paid way too much. Um, I don't think the quality was as good. The fabric was fabulous, but everything else wasn't so hot. Yeah. Let's talk about the cushions for a minute. Oh my gosh, we might have to do two of these. Look what time it is. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh my gosh. Okay. Maybe we do have to do two of these. Well, let's talk about the cushions though. Okay. Go ahead. That's good. Okay. Well, maybe if we think we need, oh my gosh, I have like two more pages of notes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we could table this and then just maybe do it a little later Well, let's on. just do, uh, do an overview. Do so cushions. this is a okay. complete yeah. episode mm-hmm. with info. Mm-hmm. And then if we feel like we need to go deeper into the cushions we can, right? Okay. So there are different um, options with your cushions. And it not only is it the feel, but it is also the look. And depending on which one you choose, there may be a little um, constant maintenance in the fluffing department, mm-hmm. depending on what mm-hmm. you choose. So there's down, down and feather, foam core, uh, spring down, and you know some little variations of spring down as far as you know how much spring percentage there is to down. So did I cover them all girls or did I miss any? Well, um, um, like a, a fill, whatever that is. I don't know what you want to call it because I know that. Did you do a down wrapped, um, cushion core? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, I think it's we're just it's definitely different lingo. So there's like a, the foam in the middle, and then the and the, the down wraps around okay, it and got all it, of that. Got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that's mm-hmm. my favorite, and mm-hmm. I've probably had everything there under the sun. Um, I think it's my favorite too. And it's, yeah, it's my favorite as well. And then there's percentages of that, right? So depending on how much down to to um, fill you've got. Mm-hmm. So I think they, it gives you a nice. It's comfy but it's firm enough that you're not sinking down into the sofa mm-hmm. but it but it, it has that real soft feel like you want to take a nap on it mm-hmm. it's it's definitely the napping one i've had like a memory foam sofa mm-hmm. almost how was that i loved it wise. my only problem with it now my my daughter has i mean my my children's houses are furnished because with my leftovers um but uh, it was a little too low for me. I'm tall and I'm tall in my legs. I'm all legs. So it was a little, uh, it was a little low of a sofa for me or I would have kept it. And it okay, was but it was very, comfortable though. It was very comfortable. I didn't realize they were making them in mm-hmm. sofas. And it, and it held up and it held up very well. Now, I, maybe it was just the brand, you know, maybe it was just the brand. And actually I got it sight unseen. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I just saw a picture of it, but I didn't actually see it. Oh, okay. You saw My least favorite is the one I have now. And it's almost like a, oh gosh, the, the seats are sort of foam-ish, but the back is almost like a fiber fill, which I can't stand. Okay. So now say the term that's your favorite and say the term that is your least favorite. So everybody Well, I just knows. did. So you I know, but repeat, No, I know. I'm saying oh. repeat it in case anybody missed that. Okay. My very favorite is the... um the core center that is down wrapped by far. And I've had every kind of sofa cushion you can think of. I love that. It's, it's um, lofty and it's, 
comfortable, but it's firm enough. I, I just really don't like a sofa that uh, a cushion that you sink down into. Mm-hmm. And then my very least favorite is almost like a fiber fill. That's the back of my sofa now that I feel like just imploded, almost disintegrated onto itself. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Anita, you are in agreement with those two? Yeah, I think so. And I am as well. So oh, what I think wow, we'll we're do, in agreement. because you guys are all probably ready to get off the elliptical machine or take your dog <laughs> home or, mm-hmm. you know, go in and have your lunch or something, or you've already commuted and you're sitting in your parking lot waiting to go into your office. So <laughs> or you commuted home and they're sitting oh, you might in your driveway. Home and, you're like, right. and your family is like, come inside, please. You're like, oh, but they're still talking about the cushions. So wobbly, what we should do is break the cushions into another episode. I think we'll wrap up for today, shan't we, ladies? It's uh, 36 minutes in. (laughs) So on that note, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Hey, everybody. We want to thank you so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. And we want to make it even easier for you to listen. And it's easier if you subscribe. You just click the subscribe button on our website, www.decoratingtipsandtricks.com. Or you can subscribe through Apple Podcast or any of your favorite podcast listeners. When you subscribe, DTT comes free right to you three days a week. So until next time.